What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the In The Round podcast. You got your boy Matt Brill hanging out with you. And today we got a cool one, uh, a buddy that we don't get to see a whole lot here in Nashville anymore. It's our good buddy, Mr. Matt Daniel. Super stoked about this one. Uh, Kenny Wayne, he's a cowboy. He's a character, and uh, he's got a hell of a story to tell. So you're all going to enjoy this one. Quick shout out to the sponsors, Whaletail Media, whaletail.com, our media partners here with In The Round Podcast. Check them out, and they even do weddings, Whaletail Weddings. Check them out. Saxman Studios, Grady and the boys at Saxman Studios. You're looking to get some work done, some music work, of course, done here in Nashville, Tennessee. Hit up Grady and the boys over there at Saxman Studios. And then last but certainly not least, hit up our friends at Trailside CBD Emporium. That's right. They got that green legal goodness, baby, CBD, hemp, and of course, that tasty, effective, and legal Delta 8 THC. Hit them up. They got you covered from things you can smoke, things you can eat, shit you can give to your dog, all the good stuff. And the best part, you go to trailsidecbd.com, use promo code ITR at checkout, you save 20% on your order. Once again, that's trailsidecbd.com, promo code ITR for 20% off, or they'll always hook it up at our writer's rounds at Live Oak, which you guys can find every other Tuesday night. And uh, yeah, super stoked for this one. Remember, if you enjoy it, leave a five-star review, baby. And um, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your friends at church, whatever. Tell them about this podcast. Now, without further ado, we're going to get into it. My conversation with my good buddy, Kenny Wayne, also known as Matt Daniel, here on the In The Round podcast. Kenny Wayne, how the hell we doing, buddy? Pretty good. How are you, my friend? Doing well. Now, where did the name Kenny Wayne come from? Because your name is your stage name is Matt Daniel, but it's kind of <laughs> Kenny Wayne's kind of if you know, you know kind of thing here in Nashville amongst the friends. So, right. where did that come from? Man, uh, I had an idea before I released my first single a couple years ago. Uh, to I was like, man, if I ever wanted to go by something other than my name, I'd have to do it now. You know. So I had a, I don't know where the the idea of that name came up, but uh, anyway, I had some friends talk me out of the idea. <laughs> um, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's kind of dumb." And, but they started calling me Kenny Wayne when I got drunk. And, yeah. And uh, so, you know, if if Kenny Wayne's really here, then he's he's uh he's not very sober, I'd say. So anyway, <laughs> all my well, and and I guess really when it kicked off is we were in Georgia one time. I was with uh, Ben Chapman and and some friends of ours and there was a there was a karaoke night in his hometown lafette good old lafette georgia yeah or i think it was right outside of lafette or something like that but anyway um one of his buddies was like hey man there's a hundred dollar prize for that karaoke contest um and uh they won't let ben do it because they know he's in nashville but they don't know who you are so let's go over there and see if you'd have a chance, you know, winning over there and we could all drink free, you know? And, uh, so I was like, all right, yeah, sounds good. And so we go over there and, and, uh, I've had a few and, and, uh, I go up to the lady and 
you know, she's like, how can I help you? The lady running it. And I was like, well, I'd like to enter the karaoke contest. And she said, okay, well, what's your name? I said, Kenny Wayne. Hey. So she was like, okay, Kenny, well, we'll have you up here, you know. Um, and uh, <laughs> so anyway, I get up there and uh, the, the whole thing is run on popular vote. You know, and I've got four or five friends at a table, and there's, I mean, there's people there for the other people in the, in the deal. And, uh, anyway, <clears throat> so, uh, we do the whole contest and everything, and they have everybody up there at the end. And they, what, what's, and I, what songs do you sing? I like, <laughs> honestly, I can't remember. <laughs> I cannot remember what, what I sang. Um, part of the, part of the sobriety issue or whatever. But anyway, the, uh, so I ended up winning it, and they announced me as Kenny Wayne, and my buddies laugh and everything like that. Um, well, I go to the bar to pay the tab, and uh, and I tip the bartender, and and she was like, she's like, is that all I get? And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, that's. I gave her a nice tip, you know, because I mean, I, because. So anyway, she starts throwing a fit behind the counter. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And so somebody comes up to her and asks her what's wrong, and and she's she's uh, like literally throwing a fit and saying, "I, Casey told me if uh, if Kenny won, that I'd get all the money." <laughs> so they fucking rigged it, you oh, know. Oh man! And uh, and the, the bartender was throwing a fit because Kenny won, and Ben Chapman goes over there, leans over to me, he's like, "Hey man, we probably ought to get out of here." So got out of there, but it's just been Kenny. Kenny for I guess a while ever since. So. Damn. Well, I'm trying to think. The first time that you and I ever met, we were both technically we were both selling merchandise. Yeah. It was at the Buckhead Theater. It was a Muscadine Bloodline show with Job Fortner and Jordan Fletcher opening, and you were out on the road with Job. Yep. Selling some merch, and you went down and sang a song with him, mm-hmm. and uh, and all that. And that was like summer, like early fall, around this time, like two years ago. Oh, um, damn. Twenty nineteen. Wow. Which is pretty pretty wild to think about. And um, it's cool because, like, you when did you get here to Nashville? Because I know you're back in Texas now and you've, you've come and gone before. So. Uh-huh. I guess I moved to Nashville in, uh, let's see, it'd be probably 2018. Okay. So you got here Wait. and then kind of, were you here? Was it 20, 2018? I'm maybe, trying to think of the timeline. It was 18 or 17 or 18. Okay. Yeah, can't remember. So you were here, and then what? What kind of inspired the going back to Texas? Because you're born in Arkansas originally, but yeah, Texas is home. Right. So what? What inspired going back there? Uh, man, I just uh, kind of needed to get out of the city, for one, you know. But uh, I like playing down there a lot, and and uh, you know, I just it was just kind of a an opportunity at the moment, and I, it to get back there for a while, and I took it. Yeah, and living out on a ranch, mm-hmm. like literally doing what you're all about. I mean, you somebody somebody hears you hears you sing. You you have one of those voices where the room kind of stops, and everybody's like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> like, cause cause just the the way like it's it's such like an, a unique old school kind of voice. Now, how long have you been doing the music thing for? When did that all kind of start for you? It really started in Nashville. Uh, I I mean I've been playing you know hymns and stuff all my life and and uh just on the piano and and a little bit on guitar and singing here and there but i i'd say i really started uh when i came to nashville started pursuing it 
So about nice. three years. Nice. And that was and that was just writing writing Four with friends writing with shit. friends that you met. Like how mm-hmm. how'd you get introduced to that whole crew? Because like I know Skinny McKinney oh, very yeah. involved with so you. Nelson, Jove, all that whole crew. Yeah, it's kinda wild. We uh when I when I moved to Nashville, I'd never been here before and I didn't know anybody. I had a cousin that moved up here. Um but uh you know, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just kinda left Texas with everything I had and and uh you know tried to figure out where to land so anyway on a, on a craigslist ad believe it or not <laughs> no shit people give me hell about this but uh i was looking you know under the housing you know places to rent or whatever and uh click on first one i see and and i give him a call and uh ryan nelson picks up the phone oh shit in a bar yeah and it's a it's a shoot i think it's a friday Friday night or something, Saturday. It was a Saturday, that's right. And uh, so anyway, he said, hey, man, I'm I'm in a bar. Can I call you later? And I was like, yeah, sure, you know. So he calls me later on, and uh, I was like, yeah, man, I'm just looking for a place to stay. And, and uh, you know, and he was like, well, we don't have any furniture in the living room, and we stay up real late and play music all night pretty much, and, you know, that's about all we do. I said, perfect. <laughs> can I, when can I move in? He said, oh, you can move in whenever you want. I said, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> so I threw everything in a, in the pickup and, and, uh, pulled in to his driveway on February 12th. And <clears throat> Rob Snyder was having a smoking Mondays round out at Alley Pub or whatever. And, uh, so I, I shook, met Ryan, shook his hand and, and, uh, our roommate Hudson at the time helped me put everything in the kitchen. Ryan was like, Hey, I'm going around. You know, you should hop in, go with me. I was like, all right, sure. So I hopped in the pickup and we went to that Rob Snyder round and Job and, you know, of course, Ryan. And I think Aaron Enderlin was singing and Channing Wilson and of course, Rob. And what, what a was, first, what a first night. Yeah. I was like uh, about an hour and a half in and I'm meeting all, a lot of these people and, and I was like, man, I don't, what, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> so I hadn't written a whole lot, you know, at that point and, and, uh, still, still feel out of the league, but, but they were, it was, it blew me away. It was awesome to meet all those guys. Yeah. That's a why it's something I've been doing here on the podcast lately, just cause Randy, Ronnie, Ryan Nelson's become like a brother to myself, but a lot of, a lot of folks that I'm close with too. So right. I always ask people. How did you first meet Ryan Nelson? That's one of the coolest stories. I met Ryan <laughs> Nelson on a Craigslist ad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man. And, and living in that house, I mean, the the, the frat house of, yeah. at that point, it sounds like Ryan um, Hudson, yourself, was Joby still living there at that point? Mm-mm. No, he was living right up the road. I think he'd moved out not, okay. too, not too long. But the folks that have come come and gone through that house over the years, Randy's still there. Ronnie yeah. Nelson, he's still man, there. He sure is, man. He sure is. He's holding her down. Yeah, man. Um, so for for you, I mean, there's some some songs that um, obviously Weatherman, the brand new one that's out, um, mm-hmm. it's out now that dropped on Friday. Well, and it then, will be on this Friday. Yeah. Well, well, it's out when we when we drop the right, episode. Right, you know, we got to right, talk yeah, in the yeah, future yeah. when we're yeah, doing the podcast yeah, radio yeah, thing. Enough, but um, <laughs> one song that, that that for me um was was is just essential, Matt Daniel, and it's cool because. 
two of my other buddies wrote wrote on it with you, Mr. Trey Lewis and Mr. Matt McKinney. Well, Trey wrote uh, Trey and Matt wrote on Homeless in Heaven. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, Homeless yeah, yeah. in Heaven gotcha. to me is one of my one of one of my favorite one of my favorite songs, and I know that that song means a lot to you, means a lot to those guys. And what tell us a little bit about about that song specifically? Well, uh, me and Matt McKinney were writing a little bit of time. Quite a bit, actually, and and uh, and I think I think I'd wrote with Trey one other time, maybe, and uh, I, I can't remember if we had if we had tried to write a song or not. But anyway, uh, I just had a, a right scheduled both of them, and it was just kind of an out of the out of the blue idea. It was just kind of an old idea in, in my phone, you know, just the line "Homeless in Heaven," and and uh, them boys made it, helped make it what it is. Yeah. Well, where, does that song come from, like, a personal place for any of you guys? Or, like, what? what's kind of behind it? It's just it's just an idea. Just an idea? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just a story, I guess. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I, was, I wasn't sure with it. Because for you, man, you're, you're a traveling man, you know? Mm-hmm. You're, you're out there. You, you, load, you load the pup up. You go play shows. You, right. you, do, you do your thing. And so I know, like, a lot of, the, a lot of your catalog talks about that kind of stuff right you know which uh-huh. is which is which is really cool and and for for you i mean country music's a whole it's, there's a whole spectrum it's kind of like how how rock how rock is where you have different styles same thing with country and then you got this this word that starts with an a and the fest is going on right now americana fest last night we got to kick it off with a marijuana fest thanks yep. to our boy tyler halverson that's right um but for you where, where do you think you kind of fit in with some of that like as far as styles like where what how would you describe a, a Matt Daniel Matt Daniel song or like Matt Daniel music to somebody that's a country music fan. Where does it fit? Man, I that's a tough question cuz I you know it country is just such a broad term like yeah. you're saying, you know, and so And it didn't uh, used to be. It's no. like over the last 10, 15, 20 years it's Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's made a lot of changes, I'm sure, but man, I just I like to think of it as my own music. I imagine just, you know, just more of a traditional sound. Yeah. And even in Texas, you've got different sounds because you've got like West Texas. That's a place I've never been. That's a place you said you like going because Mm -hmm. that's folks that are like you that are, that get it. They're, they're, they're ranch hands. There's, there's folks that have, that have had those, had those hard times. There's folks that are, there's, you got the pedal steel out there. You got the dobro out there. Mm -hmm. You've got the, that Western style is still very existent. Then you go to East Texas and you got guys like Co doing his thing. You got right. guys like Parker doing his thing. Yeah. Like the Texas music scene's all over the place right now too. Yeah. There's a lot of different little niches in it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now where are some of your favorite places to go and play in Texas? Uh, I like playing in the hill country a lot. Um, That's like beautiful out there. I've, I've yet to go through the hill. I think actually we might've driven through it. Yeah. But I've heard the hill country is like spectacular. Yeah, it's it's a great place to be, and there's a lot of there's there's a pretty neat little songwriter scene down there, and and uh, it's really seems to be developing, and and uh, which there I mean there always has been you know the, the Kerrville Folk Festival and all that kind of everything that's been involved around that, but but yeah, I'd say the hill country, you know, or anywhere out west. Really, where's that? A little further south. Where's a cool Western Texas town to check out? Where's a place that you wouldn't think about? Like when people talk about Texas, they talk about Dallas and San Antonio and Austin. Where's a place in West Texas that you would recommend somebody check out? That's like a hidden little gem. 
Oh, there's kind of out of, you know, out towards uh, the Curvel area, I'd say. Go out towards, uh, if you take uh, take the highway from Curvel to, to Medina, that's pretty, real pretty area out there. And Bandera, going out, Bandera's pretty neat, pretty neat little place out there. But you can go out there and get away, and they've got little neat places to stay and kind of stuff like that out on the river. Hell yeah, dude. Now, now for you, um, for you growing up, you said you grew up singing in church. What was what was that all? What was that all like growing up and well, doing yeah, the music thing? Yeah, I just uh, really just singing singing from a pew. Really, you know, um, it's pretty much just with the family. You know, when we were at church on Sundays. What, what denomination did you grow up under? Uh, Southern Baptist. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, did did some of that, and then I was learning piano at the time. Uh, a lot, a lot of my upbringing, classical and hymns and stuff. Like so that. piano was first, then guitar. Yes, kind of. I, I never really took guitar lessons, and I kind of always wanted to. And I was, I was stuck on the, on the piano, which ended up teaching me a lot. But, uh, but I always had a guitar in my hands ever since. Uh, you know, I saw people playing around a campfire. You know, growing up. So. Oh yeah, that's awesome. What was what was um, young Matt Daniel jamming to? What kind of music? Because he grew up in that kind of household. I know some folks growing up in that scene don't really have the opportunity to listen to a lot of secular music. Right. So for you, grow, <laughs> growing up, what yeah. what were you, what were you kind of listening to? What, what was good music to say, ten year old Matt Daniel? Ten year old man. Wow. Or any any age. Like, yeah. What are some bands or acts that you remember listening to and being like, I that, I like that. Like you're jamming yeah. to it. I mean, I I like the. Randy Travis hymns and and uh, Alan Jackson and stuff like that. Josh Turner, listen to some Josh Turner. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it literally it was just pretty much all gospel, you know, and contemporary Christian. So when was when did you break out of that? Because I feel I've heard from a lot of friends that grew up in a similar background. They yeah. all remember, and Colin Nash being one of them too. Yeah, um, mutual friend of ours. Um, what was that first? song or that first band that was like outside of that because like i know for colin like green day was huge well like who, yeah <laughs> what was somebody what was somebody for you that was outside of that secular thing that you're like i don't want to get caught listening to this but i really fucking like this yeah man i really can't remember it was it was just uh it was all all new you know and, and my my taste has developed and changed so much you know Big Turnpike guy, right? Uh, yeah, Turnpike would definitely. I'd say Turnpike was the first um, that really inspired me. You think those guys ever come back? Man, I hope so. They, they hadn't yet. Because it's like they they like, and obviously all the stuff that went on with Evan, and you got you got to do what you got to do for your for your own for your own health in that situation. But right. what they were doing, man, because I got onto the train late. I got onto yeah. them maybe in the last year or two, oh, so man. I didn't get to kind of see it at its peak or what it was before the the pause but it like they were top level yeah. of of oh, that man. scene right yeah and, and uh it's pretty neat because they all still live in their oklahoma towns and and uh you know the, the first time i ever saw them play was at kane's ballroom what and, a what a place yeah special yeah and i mean that's where my my inspiration for live music really came from i'd say and especially watching them play um, but yeah, they're, they're an awesome band. I hope, I hope they, I'm sure there's more, there'll be more of them out there, but yeah. I, I, we don't know. 
Yeah, and you've seen the the kind of the extension of what they built and created with other yep. bands and other acts that have come along and right. taken it in a few different few different like avenues and stuff. Yeah. Which is which is cool and badass. Yeah. I think uh Evan's been writing songs and and putting them out and their fiddle player plays with some folks. I don't know. I see their names here and there. Yeah. But. But you, but you, but the moment they come back, if you have an opportunity to go to a turnpike show, you oh, will be yeah, there. Oh yeah, I will be there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Elliot, now talking about music, obviously, you spent twenty twenty was an interesting year for a lot of folks, yep. and that was twenty twenty. I believe was the year you you went in the studio and really got to cut your teeth making some music, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we went in the studio in, in November and uh, or October, I guess, and and uh, worked with uh, um, my producer Chad Malden. And uh, he had he's got a little studio in Gladewater, Texas. Uh, um, that was an old radio station, and I think it was built in 1950 or something like that. And they had that's cool. They had some pretty uh, neat acts come through there back in the day. Um, but anyway, he's turned it into a studio, and it's it was a great experience working with him and the musicians. And uh, Ben and Nate got to come up and and hang out with me there. And there's a little little apartment above the or I guess below the studio. Yeah, and uh, it, it it was just a neat experience, yeah. So yeah, got, well, it got eight songs cut and, and plan on releasing them in February. Hell yeah, dude! That's awesome, man. Because that's that's uh, I I just remember the the buzz here in Nashville uh, around that or like, look, our friends talking about it. Like, obviously McKinney. I think he still or he, I remember when I first met him at his apartment. He had the box of Matt yeah. Daniel merch, you know, yeah. from from, yeah. from from doing all that stuff and like hearing from from Trey and other folks about how cool the stuff was that you were you were in the studio doing and and it's cool you got to have Nate and Ben out there too cuz yeah, those man. are those are also guys I mean you think back to when you first moved here and all you guys were kind of getting here around that same that same time I know Ben kind of was back and forth the the mm-hmm. boy wonder yeah. and um and uh Nate obviously his his journey getting here but to see kind of that whole crew yeah growing into now being like people people come out and will pay money to see you guys play and to think it we used to just be hanging out at revival hanging yeah. out at at um alley alley taps hanging out at, at whiskey jam at those at those places and now just kind of just see it all grow that's gotta be pretty cool yeah it's it's a lot of fun to watch everybody get an opportunity and and uh thriving what they do and continuing to develop it not if I'm not here for very long, or if if I if I'm away for very long and I come back, I, it's amazing to see the growth in everybody. So, but it was good to get back together with everybody last night. Yeah, yeah, last night was a lot of fun. Yeah, it yeah. felt like revival again, which it's it's felt like that now for like the last month or so. Last yeah. last month, two months, it's because obviously COVID kind of threw a big big corkscrew into everything here uh, right. with with rounds and certain bars with capacities and stuff, but. Last night here, and and especially to 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 close it out with Nate Frederick singing "The Dreamer" yeah. with all you guys <laughs> on stage, yeah. the choir behind him, yeah. singing along. That that was really cool to see. Yeah. What have fun. some of your favorite revival moments been? Because I know you've kind of been involved in revival for a minute now. You know, you're one of those yeah. guys. You you think about the last few years, folks, the guys and girls that have come through there. You're on that list. Like you're one of those dudes <laughs> that people Jeez. remember hearing early Matt Daniel songs and hearing songs that are going to be coming out in this project yeah. at revival. Well, that's just an, 
honor to get to know those folks because they've been uh, a lot of inspiration to me, you know. But uh, one of my favorite moments probably was old, old Rob Snyder. After the first time I played Revival, um, you know, I, I just kind of shook his hand and passed and everything. And he's a he's a friend now, which is awesome. But, but uh, he came up to me one time, probably a month or two after I played, and I didn't even know he was watching me play at all. He was like, uh, man, uh, when are you going to play another revival? I said, shoot, whenever you, you asked me to. I mean, I'd, I'd love to play another revival, you know. And, and he's like, all right, well, uh, he said, I'll tell you what, I get a lot of text messages and stuff. He said, uh, he said uh, text me tomorrow. He said, get your phone out, put my number in your phone, and text me dickhead in the morning. <laughs> say hey dickhead and i was like golly you know i don't know anybody i'm trying to be you know nice and he's like yeah text me hey dickhead and so we had a i sure enough did and, and he answered and and uh he put me on a couple more revivals but but yeah man that that crew is just so so neat yeah there's so something just honored to get to yeah there's know, something special about 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 just two or three folks Two or three usually good friends, yeah, sitting on the pew together, and and it was a spot where you can remember hearing some songs for the first time yeah. that, are, that have gotten big and are, yeah. and are out there. Man, I actually, yeah, I I think my absolute favorite moment uh, had to have been the first time Nate ever sang uh, the Dreamer, because um, uh, it wasn't very old. He, you know, we'd just written that song, and and uh, a couple weeks later. You know, he he's playing it, and I remember thinking, oh, he's going to pop that song out. And, you know, it's just kind of a a slower, you kind of have to listen to it. You yeah. Know? And uh, Room was just quiet, and I was like, man, this is pretty cool. And uh, it's singing it with, listen to everybody sing the chorus and everything and laugh and have a good time. That's, it's, those are it's, the best moments. It's a staple. Like when Nate plays our, our round, the in the round songwriters night at Live Oak, it's whenever I have like those folks, I always make sure I'll make them play an extra song. Like if Nate doesn't play the dreamer, yeah. if Ben and Meg don't sing out of line, May, if, right. if, <laughs> if Tyler doesn't sing 94 Camaro, like there's, there's right. just essential songs that everybody kind of has in the dreamers one that cause I remember when it came out as a single and it's gotten a whole nother life in, in his record. And you got to be a part of that record as a writer. And I remember that showcase was over at the local yeah. you, you came into town to uh -huh. sing to sing with them and you were up there with your hat singing yeah. singing along man how cool was that to kind of watch because and then nate to come out and be a part of yours yeah man it's awesome uh like i said the support you know of, of this little group of friends is so so awesome you know and uh so i i couldn't miss that that uh release you know i was and he's he's I've been real proud of him for what he's doing because he's talked about having a record on vinyl that he that was, you know, completely honest in him, you know, and uh, so and it's doing it well. It. <laughs> it's doing really fucking well. Yeah, it which is. is the thing for is I don't know if he knew what it would turn into, but now when you when you think of Americana Storyteller in 2021, yeah, that that record, A Different Shade of Blue, is like an yeah. essential thing. Like that's something that folks are listening. It's gotten freaking. Playlist, it's got all this shit, man. And yeah. what's that like as a songwriter, knowing, seeing the people singing back the words to your songs? That because I know it's gonna happen for you too once this project uh -huh. comes out, like it's going to, man. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. there's there's the the songs are freaking there. There's there's the there's the support. There's the stuff you've been working on internally with getting the shit out there. Right. You know, it's it's a whirlwind, but it's yeah. gotta gotta be cool to think that there's somebody in fucking Kansas. There's somebody in California. There's maybe not fuck California. Maybe not them. Yeah. But there's <laughs> there's somebody in almost every state or even around the world now with the way music works. Yeah. There was a song like The Dreamer that's going to know a song like Weatherman. It's right. got to be pretty cool. It is. It's neat. Uh, yeah. Especially to see something you believe in and other people believe in, you see see it do something. You know. Yeah. Was that part of wanting to go out to Texas for you? Or was that part of the struggle of being here in Nashville? Because that's something, too. It's like the, there's the music row game. There's all, yeah. all that. You're not the only guy or girl that's gone out to Texas from yeah. Nashville. There's, there's a lot of folks that have done that. Yeah. I just, man, it. It just feels like home, you know, there. And uh, there's a lot of music to be played out there. And and they're pretty, you know, pretty supportive of, of original music out there. And uh, uh, my first gig when I first moved out there, of course, COVID was going on and uh, everything was shut down. And and uh, my producer had a friend that, that had a, opened a bar in the Hill Country and they were they ended up opening a week early. And they're, so they're opening an act for the their you know, grand opening uh, was going to be the following weekend. So he he called me and was like, hey, man, uh, yeah, we could use you if you want to play this weekend. And he said, uh, can you do uh, can you do a two-hour set of originals? And I was like, uh, are you going to pay me yeah. <laughs> to do that? <laughs> Holy crap. I was like, uh, I yeah, I can do that. And uh, – that I continued to play that gig, but it was just the support of uh, they they don't know they don't know any songs you know they just want to hear somebody's new songs you know and it's uh, it's pretty neat yeah to champion original music especially a style because you're you're definitely you're definitely outside the box of what what the radio is playing of yeah. what the bachelorettes that come to Nashville want to hear all that shit yeah. which I'm I I enjoy I enjoy that shit but to see it getting championed out there for for venues to pay you to come out and do that yeah no covers two hours of original music yeah well, bare, I mean, bare bones acoustic yeah i mean they that's cool that's just, i mean and they're receptive to you know anybody that i've ever brought out the same you know and it's they no matter who comes into town they're they're ready to hear new music yeah you were just up in chicago recently weren't you uh -huh. or up in the up in the upper midwest with yeah you did some shows with Nate, I believe, uh -huh. right? And then yep. did you do you did some with Joby as well up that way? Yeah, uh, Michigan, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. What 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 were those experiences like? They're great. Uh, every year we've been going up. Well, I, I guess past couple of years we've been going up to Michigan uh, and playing at Twenty Front Street. They have some a Nashville songwriter night, you know, and and so they have invited us up there a couple couple times. So that's always a great experience. They're very hospitable folks, but it was a lot of fun going. And, playing with I think Joe I saw something with Justin. like bark with like bikers or the girls oh, yeah. or the cheerleaders <laughs> or something was that with Nate that was Chicago yeah it, it, it was what, 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 what happened there it was funny man we <laughs> it, that was so fun uh yeah we uh our friend Steve Disler had set us up with a couple shows down there and it was a great time and and uh the last one was a private event you know, oh, we love was, them private events. Yeah, and it was a, <laughs> it was for a, a friend of Steve's, and and uh, he knew Nate and his music, and also uh, we played a little gig for them. But it was just a biker party, pretty much, and 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, they had the the Go Go Girls, man. The Go Go Girls were there, and uh, and so uh, Steve's buddy comes up and is like, "Hey, y'all want a picture with Go Go Girls?" I was like, "Hell yeah, let's do it." Why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, man. We 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 looked a little bit different than everybody else uh, walking around, but um, but it was all right. It was a good time. They're nice folks. Yeah, man, for sure. Now, where are some other places that you've been that you're like, how am I here playing music? Because I know you do a lot in the Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas scene, but yeah. going going to other spots that have been kind of random, whether it be private parties with the boys or right. places as as Matt Daniel going and playing music. Yeah, man, uh, I was, uh, <clears throat> see, I can't remember where, I, I think it was the Michigan weekend a couple, about a month or two ago. Um and uh, I had this songwriter deal I needed to to do that I was doing in Bandera, and so I got I drove from Michigan to Nashville, Nashville, Bandera, and uh, where's Bandera? It's south, southwest Texas. Oh, so it's out there. Yeah, it was it was a long drive. I think it was fifteen hours or something. God. So uh, anyway, I uh, I was just beat. Didn't have it. You know, I was gonna sleep in the car that night. And, Wake up early and do this little songwriter for veterans thing, and and uh, they I walked in. They, they had a little bar off of the main road uh, open, so I was like, you know what, I'm I'm ready for a beer. I'm gonna go get a beer. And, and so anyway, there's three or four folks in there, and and uh, they're like, what are you doing in town? And I told them I had a little songwriter thing the next day, and like, well, you got your guitar? And I was like, yes, yes, sir, I do. And went in there and pulled out and started playing for. Way too late and drank quite a few more beers, but it was a lot of fun. So just stuff like that, man. It, I mean, it's a, sometimes it's just random. And, you know, besides that, I, I really enjoy playing it at uh, Southern Sky Music Cafe in Ingram and stuff like that. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be cool. Now, what were you doing for work before music? Because I know you do. You have the ranch. You have the ranch thing going on right now. But what were you doing before you got to Nashville? Like, what what odd jobs has Matt Daniel had in his life? Oh man, I've. Uh, I'm guessing you've cut grass. Yes. At some point. Uh huh. I'm guessing this ain't your first time doing the ranch thing. You've probably been a hand. Yeah, I've done that a few times, and and uh, worked for a property management company on. Uh, you know just doing maintenance and light renovations and stuff and and uh work for my uncle Eddie joe a little bit he's got a remodeling company and i mean it's just you know <laughs> yeah wherever i was at the time i've moved around quite a bit so so you moved around quite a bit so did you live anywhere else besides nashville arkansas or texas or uh they've it's all been in those states but uh i went from uh you know fort smith to uh to Tulsa, to West Fork, to Fayetteville, to San Antonio, to New to Wichita Falls, New Braunfels, uh, to Nashville, and now to Seymour. So. <laughs> <laughs> you cue the Johnny Cash song. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah, I've been everywhere. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. That's awesome. Um, Back light. Yeah, but you do you do pack light, man, and that I've gotten to experience the road with you a little bit. We've uh, with uh, old Mister Trey Lewis, uh, where yep. you, you you come out and uh, open the show acoustically, and sometimes to smaller Texas crowds because we're we're new out there, and yeah. sometimes to 
to, to some bigger crowds and we've gotten to gotten to experience some of some different parts of Texas together. One of those places was Austin, Texas. Austin's an interesting situation. Yeah, it is. It's a it's an interesting place to be, especially right now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's. I mean, I get the whole keep Austin weird thing, but it's yeah. there's some weird shit. Remember that guy yeah. with you? You saw. Remember the guy with the chicken? Oh, I think you saw. You might have been out there with me. I might have. I the might the, have the, the dude walking around bare ass naked with all the tattoos, and he had the chicken on his shoulder. Oh yeah, I want to <laughs> say so. It was outside Wild Greg's in Austin. Yeah, that was pretty wild. What's the weirdest thing you've seen in Austin? I know you don't spend a lot of time. Yeah, there. man. I honestly, I I've been there passing through, you know, um, pretty much, and, and I guess really only played in Austin that one time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah, a lot of my a lot of times I just play outside. Yeah, you know. the outskirts. Yeah, and but anyway, honestly, uh, probably that night, you know. That night, that night we got a little rowdy. Yeah, as far as I I, I can recall. <laughs> usually how it goes. Usually, usually how it goes for sure. Um, definitely a um, wild time. What was uh, one of your wilder stories here in here in Nashville before you moved back out to Texas? Man, I'm not. I'm trying to think. <clears throat> We had a good time over at Ryan's one night um, when I lived over there. I had a uh, oh, Chevy pickup, little little eighty four C ten, and a uh, little it was two wheel drive. And I was coming home from work, and Ryan and and Chris Dubro, as we call them, um, had uh, <clears throat> mudded the yard up, and I guess just were. were Spinning out in it and doing all kinds of stupid shit, you know, <laughs> drinking Flo- beer, you know, Flo- Florida man. Yeah, shit. yeah. Well, I show up, you know, to their afternoon like that, and they said, "Hey, you need to go get some some pallets. We're gonna burn some pallets tonight." And I was like, "All right." So I went and picked up, you know, pallet stack, you know, twice as tall as my as my cab, and well, hell, they the yard was just solid mud, you know, and, and so we. I I got as far up on that driveway as I could, and I hit reverse real, you know, put it in reverse and got on it, and and we had that creek, you know, that ran behind with that retaining wall, and uh, <laughs> I just slid all the way down to that retaining wall and hung that pickup on the on the damn retaining wall, and we were like, oh shit! But it was right before the fire pit, so all the pallets were there. Yeah, you know, we had a big party that night, of course, and then. Old Dobro gets his pickup out and damn near drives over the fire to pull me off this off this damn retaining wall. Yeah, a Ryan Nelson fire show is a, yeah, a special Nelson. a special thing, man. When he when he gets out there and starts dancing and yeah does hadn't does done his one in thing. a while. And you've seen multiple phases of Ryan Nelson. If you moved here when you moved here, you've seen short hair Ryan Nelson. You probably remember long hair Ryan Nelson. He had just cut his hair. Oh, he had just cut his hair. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's he's a character man, a good friend. Yeah, you've written quite a few songs with him too. I'm guessing I've over the years. I've written a few. Uh huh. It's funny, uh, like when you live with somebody that's a songwriter, it's a friend. I feel like you almost you, you think you'd write a little bit more, but you almost don't just because you're you know always together. Yeah, you're just you know they're doing their thing. So we did write a few songs, uh, but we you know we hadn't written just a, a whole lot. I'd like to write some more. He's a he's one of the you know, best writers I know. 
Yeah, he's yeah. very very versatile. You know, you want a you want a rowdy party song. Ryan Nelson's got it. You want a song that's gonna in your head make you think like, what the fuck? That's gonna like rip your heart out. Like yeah. the way my heart breaks. Or right. still, way way back when is I don't know if you've heard that one or not. He calls it the Dead Grandpa song. Yeah, man. That's that a- to me is one of my favorites. I'm like, why the fuck haven't you put that out yet? You yeah. know, like he's he's very versatile and he yeah. can do a lot of different a lot of different things. Yep. With that guitar in his hand, you know. Yeah, he's pretty pretty good at it. Yeah, out of that out of that group, who would you say you've written the most with? Nate. Nate. Yeah, we definitely have written written the most. Um, Now, did you meet him here in Nashville, or did you guys cross paths in Fayetteville? Because mm -hmm. I know he was in Fayetteville for a while. Yeah, we crossed paths here, and uh, you know, I was just I was kind of tired of trying to write something I wasn't feeling like writing for you know when I first moved to town and uh I was over at Ryan's house and he had Nate over <clears throat> and uh Nate was like man you want to write and it's like yeah man that's you know I guess so and I, I really was not feeling like writing with anybody at all and, and uh anyway we meet with though uh we end up meeting up with Chad Bishop writing in his basement over here right down the road um and uh we wrote ended up writing what is going to be the title track of the record <laughs> that day and uh just hit it off i i mean it was it was a as far as a songwriter's from a st- songwriting standpoint it changed my whole perception of writing just because what, what's that song called all I'll ever need is what it's called yeah so anyway we Wrote another one. I think the next one we wrote uh, was Different Shade of Blue. <laughs> yeah. And then, the title. And the Nate's title right is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Caroline with, with Chad Bishop again. And, and uh, of course, me, him, and, and or he, he brought Ben Chapman over one day when, when Ben moved to town. And and we were, me and Nate were supposed to write, and I was looking forward to the write. And I was like, well, I don't know, you know. And, of course, he brought Ben over, and we all hit it off, and we've yeah. just been – best friends ever since so yeah i mean that's that's probably a place that a lot of folks can relate to especially in the the outside i mean probably everybody can relate to when you get to town and you're you're trying to you're like i know what i want to say but a lot of people for whatever reason in town aren't fucking with it you know we're like you're you're get it beats you down mentally like you were saying and then all it takes is finding finding that circle, oh, finding man. that guy or finding that girl, yeah. fi- somebody finding their Nate Frederick, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Nate would say the similar thing about you, you know? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. It, it's real neat how uh, how it's possible to feed off of everybody, you yeah. know? And, uh, you know, it, it it's really been a neat growing process. And, and like I said earlier, just watching people progress you know and just hoping you're doing the same you just imagine or hoping that you are you know and and you are you're just you know getting it off of everybody so yeah what's uh what's co-writing in texas been like has that been a thing or not really not really i've been uh i mean some friends will travel through you know and we'll we'll uh do a little bit of writing but just been busy on the road and working before and i'm not working now so got a lot more time to to do music stuff, so it's it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of been slow writing, but I but I did do more writing by myself than I ever have. And how's that? How, how's that been? It's good. Um, it's different, you know, and I and I really, uh, it's 
it's really been a more therapeutic thing, you know, just getting whatever's on my mind um, out. And, and sometimes a co-write your is is awesome because you can kind of get in the same headspace with somebody, you know, and, and they can kind of, you can explain what's going on, you know, and they can kind of help bring more of that out of you sometimes. So, I mean, it, there's pros and cons to, you know. Yeah, would you say the the not having your co-writers out there, you miss, you miss that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That one of the bigger things you miss? Yeah, I would say. I what, mean, I, and what, I, what else will be on the list of, of things that Matt – I know it ain't a lot because Texas is home, but what are right. some things about Nashville that you do miss? Uh, I mean, really, it, it really is just the, the friends, you know. It's going to, going to Revival on a Tuesday night, yeah. watching your friends sing oh, on the yeah. pew. I, I honestly probably watching them play is probably one of the biggest things. Um, just just uh, hearing that somebody's playing around, you know, or, or whatever. And I think, you know, everybody's getting so busy now. You know, it's it's wild. You know, nobody's here on the weekend anymore, and, and uh, which is awesome, you know. But, you know, it's just been interesting to see everybody – you know, grow and have take off and tour and you know yeah, find what they want to sign say. paperwork and yeah, signing. There's been a lot of, of folks, a lot of folks signing signing paperwork and stuff like that. Now, I got to ask you some Texas questions. So, your 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 favorite college town in Texas? College town. Favorite college town? Shoot, big or small? I know there's a lot of them. You guys are yeah. pretty much your own damn country. Yeah, <laughs> probably San Marcos. San Marcos, what yeah, college? I haven't really spent a whole lot of time in the college scene at all. Well, I'm saying like Lubbock and like Lubbock's awesome. Then like College Station and yeah. like different towns Station. like that. Yeah. Waco, like different towns yeah. like that that are like college towns and right. stuff. Right. Yeah. The San Marcos area is cool because it it it's got a songwriter songwriter scene, you know, and a college there, and and uh, so I, I haven't really spent a whole lot of time with the college crowd, but I'd say that's probably. One of my favorite towns. Okay. That's got a college in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I got to ask this, too, because there's one coming in about a mile and a half away very soon, and my wallet and my, my belly are going to hate me, but oh, I'm going to yeah. love it. We got a Whataburger coming here. That's what I hear. To Hermitage, Tennessee, yeah. which I am so excited about. Yeah. It's open 24 hours, and I tend to get my munchies late at night. Yep. So I'm stoked. What is the Matt Daniel Whataburger order? Uh, Patty milk and vanilla malt. Patty melt, vanilla malt. Yeah, and that's in spicy ketchup. On oh, the spicy ketchup, the yeah. spicy ketchup is so essential. It really depends on the 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 hour as well, because if you're if you're drunk and you're going at three in the morning, you get a honey butter chicken biscuit. Yeah, I call it the honey boo boo biscuit. Yeah, because I didn't know it was I didn't I was I was a little toasted on my Delta Eight the first time yeah, I went yeah, there. Yeah, and uh, I the musket I was like, yeah, get the honey butter. I oh, got yeah. up there and I ordered a honey boo boo biscuit. Yeah, they looked man. at me like, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a first time. But but yeah, it's hard to beat, man. And Best fast food. Waterburger Waterburger over In and Out. Damn right. Damn right. Yeah, you guys are really <laughs> passionate about that out there because yeah. In and Out. Well, like see, I think I think they're different. They're two completely different joints in the first place yeah you know but uh but yeah i definitely go to, if there's a water burger sitting next to me now 10 out of 10 times yeah and then i don't know if you saw the news there's a we've got another texas staple coming to tennessee real soon they're building it um on 40 going out towards like pigeon forge and like gatlinburg yeah 
um, they're going to be building what will be the largest Bucky's location. Really? In the country is going to be in Tennessee. Wow. So we're about to get a Whataburger and a Bucky's. Bucky's. Man, that. Tennessee yep. about to be changing. They That's got gambling staples. here. All we got to do is 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 legalize a few things, yep. and then we're 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 golden here. I guarantee it won't take too long. <laughs> I hope not. No, I don't think so. I hope not. But how would you describe Bucky's to somebody that's never been? Um, you know, it, it, you can't call it a gas station. No, because it's, it's not. Everybody's like, oh, it's a convenience store. You know, it's like no, they got over a hundred pumps, and you can buy a fire pit and a grill. And have fresh barbecue sandwiches and a and a jerky bar, pair of jeans. Yeah, you can buy clothes, furniture, whatever you want in Bucky's. It's a superstore, you know. Yeah, it is a superstore, and it's the the best superstore. Yeah, it's it's a good place uh, to to stop by if you're out on the road. Oh yeah, it definitely. It's, Sometimes it's, it get a little crowded, but. Oh yeah, it's a little. That first Bucky's experience can be a little yeah. overwhelming. If you need a if you need a snack, they've got. They got you covered. Yeah, what's your what's your go to little snack? They're uh they've got a brisket breakfast taco that's pretty damn good. Dude, they're yeah, they're tacos. I had those. Last time we were out in Texas I had one of those. Yeah, those are good and barbecue sandwiches are good and uh they're chopped brisket. I mean for a damn gas station, you walk in and get your brisket sandwich is pretty damn good. You know? Yeah. So You a beaver nuggets guy? Yeah, they're good. I've had a lot of them. <laughs> a lot. Uh, like corn pops on, with yeah. more crack in them. I know. They're so good. Yeah, the beaver nuggets. Then they got the chocolate-covered beaver nuggets. I mean, you got munchies. Yeah. Bucky's is dangerous. Yeah. They got every kind of trail mix you, you could want. Yeah, and the wall of jerky. Yeah. The wall of jerky where you can't even – you need, like, a thing to grab it from the top because it's yeah. just a whole fucking wall of just jerky. Every Bang flavor, every LaCroix flavor. Yeah, they – they got it all, that's for sure. Yeah, they are the best. Um, who's your? Are you a big sports guy? Not really. Not really. No. Not a, don't don't pull for like the Cowboys or anything like that. No, man. I I used to be when I was younger. I loved, uh, you know, basketball, and football, and all that. But but I hadn't I hadn't paid attention. I hadn't watched a game in probably four or five years. I imagine. Damn. Damn. So what do you do when you're not doing the music thing? Oh. I've been working, you know, and uh, now I'm kind of out of my car, so we're we're traveling at the moment. Yeah. I've had to uh, got my dogs with me, and and uh, oh, dogs! Just, uh, so dogs, you got multiple uh, dogs now? Got two, yeah, yeah, well, two. Well, I had as of last week, I had nine, and uh, <laughs> I got rid of all of them except for two. Where'd you get? Where'd, where'd where'd they go? I had a I had a male and female dog that had pups, so I had a litter. Uh, pups and the mom and dad so anyway there have been some changes since then and i had to uh had to get rid of some dogs so but say i went to good homes and you know it just kind of sucks to to watch them go you know but it's all right so were you like did you have all nine at one point in your car with you Mm-mm. i was gonna say that'd be no, a little chaotic i got i got a found homes for all of them but four well, we had—I had four coming up here in my car. Yeah. But you found home since you've been up here. Yeah, so I got two left. So two puppies left. I've got the mama and and one of her pups. I'm gonna keep. One okay. Of her pups, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So they're officially road dogs now. <laughs> <laughs> you and your road dogs, man. Yeah. You, man. you love. Now is the mom? What's your dog's name again? The one that I had met. Willie girl. Willie girl. Yeah. 
Yeah, still got her, and and uh, she goes everywhere with me pretty much. Oh, she does. I've seen it. I've been out in the road. Yeah, she sound checked with me in Stillwater. And yeah, she's pretty fun. She sound checked with you in Stillwater. She was with you in College Station. She's been yeah. with you in a lot of lot of different towns. That, yeah, that I've seen. How long have you had her for? Uh, about a year, year and a half. Yeah, she's just about a year and a half old. So I've had her. Now you got puppies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got her, uh, got her bred mother dog, and, and uh, he ended up going up to my buddy Bo's place in Ohio. So, okay, yeah, he's a great dog, but not he's he he's not used to going out on the road. Yeah, and that's kind time. of a requirement for being a Matt Daniel road dog. Yep, being able to go out on the road and be a road dog. Exactly. Kind of important, so got to be okay with that. So the part of the reason we're having you, we're having you on today. Obviously, new single, Weatherman. Yeah. Um, tell us about one into that. You told me the the writing process of that was a little bit different than the usual writing process, where it was one that you kind of started and went back on. And it's is this the is this the first single off the EP or, or off the album, or have you put another one out? We put out Better Place. Better uh, Place. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, a couple of weeks. We well, haven't got, a, I guess, a month ago now. And uh, <clears throat> so, anyway, yeah, Weatherman, uh, me and Nate started the song out. Uh, and I was about to, I had to go to, I had to go somewhere. But we were just talking about, talking about life, really. And yeah. uh, it was about, it's actually about a, a girl that I knew back in Texas that uh, was, ended up uh, with a friend of mine. <laughs> And, Don't uh, you love how that just works out? Yeah, you know that's how it goes. <laughs> anyway, I so uh, I was, you know, that whole idea came from talking to Nate about that and having him having similar, you know, similar experiences, and so we we got it kicked off, and then uh, we're revisiting revisiting it one day, and and uh, Andy Buckner was there. Pretty sure he was wearing a suit. He was going to court for something. <laughs> oh boy, classic! <laughs> it was Andy a great Buckner ride. Story, man. Yeah. It was pretty wild because uh, yeah, Andy was in there with with a suit, and uh, and Matt McKinney came over and and uh, met and Ben Chapman and and uh, hell, there's a whole group of folks in there. But by the time you know, we all we just all sat down and everybody just kind of chipped in a little something and. Uh, we used this and that and made wrote the weatherman. So hell yeah, <laughs> that's on the record. So it, it, I really, really like the song. I'm proud of it and the folks that were on it and everything. That's awesome, man. Yeah, well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you seeing what you're doing, bro. It's we've come a long way to hitting our hitting our little um our little uh, dab pens with Nana Nanny yeah, back yeah. in uh, back at the Buckhead Theater. <laughs> Um, to to where we're at now, bro. So it's uh, wow, yeah. it's super super cool. We that is uh, pretty neat. love to um, love to love to see what what you got going on, and I can't wait for the whole freaking project to be out in February. And I'm stoked to see what what you and your team have in place. Talk about yeah, what's it, what's it like now having a team around you because you've you've got that for the first time in your life, which is pretty yeah. exciting. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brooke Stevens has been been helping me with some management stuff, and man, she's been such a enormous help and and i you know i couldn't have done you know a lot of what we've gotten done up to this point 
And uh, so we're also working with Empire, uh, and they've been doing a great job with the distribution stuff and all this, all this shit that you don't think about when you're getting ready to put out a song. Yeah, that up and coming artists need to start thinking about. Is yeah, man. How are you gonna getting it on the? People have heard about the CD babies and the distro kids and the tune course, but having somebody that's gonna do that for you and having somebody that believes in your music to want to do that for yeah. you. That, that's nice. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of helps you focus on other things you need to focus on. And, and uh, you know, just getting other heads involved, you know, they know a lot more about some of that, a lot of that stuff than I do. So, it, you know, a lot of that would not be happening, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if they were like, hey, you know, we should, we should probably do something like this and this. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. So. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. Well, man, I'm yawning because last night was a lot of fun. It, it was, was a late man. night. I think I'm I I was out shutting down Red Door last night with Nikki T and all those <laughs> folks, and y'all had y'all had your after party and yeah. all that shit, man. But I gotta say, it's it's always a pleasure to have you in town. We yeah, always, man. Thanks I always, for having me. I always look forward to when we go out to Texas with um, with Trey and. What well, was the DDID tour? Now it's the STD tour. Shut the door. You see how we did that um, and uh, and stuff. But it's, it's always would, it's always good. Man. It's always yeah. He would. Um, it's always good to see you, Kenny Wayne. And uh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me, buddy. Where can people find find you on all the socials? I know yeah. social media is your favorite thing to do. Oh yeah, it's awful. <laughs> I hate it. It can die. And I would and, and I would rejoice. But uh, no, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and all that jazz. Matt Daniel Music and. And, uh, you know, all the social media or all the, uh, you know, distribution platforms, Spotify and iTunes and all that, Amazon. So, hell yeah. Well, out there somewhere. Out there somewhere. Well, Matt Daniel, he's here with us today. Um, thanks again, Maddie, for coming on. Kenny Wayne for coming on the In the Round podcast. Yeah. Really appreciate you spending some time on this, this short visit here to Nashville. Safe travels out to Texas. And what shows you got coming up? I've got to plug those. Yeah, I've got a I got a show in uh in Seymour Friday and and uh Saturday I'm playing in in uh, Amarillo, but I'm playing with Nate Frederick I, I believe on October 23rd, 22nd, 23rd um in Dallas. I think it's called the Granada. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, and and that'll be real neat. That's a lot of fun. That'll be a cool. That'll be a cool full circle moment. You yeah. and Nate ticketed show in Texas. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. And and uh, playing in Ingram here and there. Uh, I usually play down there once a month at the Southern Sky Music Cafe. And folks can find all this info on the social media pages, like you're sharing yeah, the flyers I'm on there. At that. Yeah, man, dude, share the flyers because you share the flyers, <laughs> people are gonna people are gonna want to come out and see you. You know, right. in Texas. Fans that love the real shit, which is what yourself and a lot of others do, they're gonna drive to come out and see you play. So yeah. just well, you got you gotta just let them know, you know? Yeah. Doing doing uh probably should do more than I do as far as that goes, <laughs> but I'm, we're working on it. But you're getting there, man. You got yeah. the tablet and it's even got data on it. So I you're know, good. Man, you're killing it. Fancy. Killing it. That tab tablet game is strong. We gotta get you some some angry birds and some words with friends and shit yeah. on there too. <laughs> probably your TV out there on the road yeah, too. I like that some bitch because I can leave it at the house. I don't have to worry about anything. Uh yeah, that spoken like a that's a true Matt Daniel statement right there. Leave it yeah. at the house so it ain't buzzing and going off. And yeah. you and you still got a flip phone. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a smartphone or have yeah, you I have. I I I was tired of it and I don't plan on getting another one. 
the Hoss Cat, Mitch um, Yoshi, who plays bass with Trey, yeah. he's a flip phone guy, too. Yeah, man, I'm all about and, but he, But he has his tablet for fun. Yeah, so he's well, got his tablet, and then he's do, got his flip phone. Yeah, any kind of computer work. That's just my essentially my computer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I just like not having to have it on me all the time. So. There you go. Stay unplugged and live life to your fullest. Yeah, there you man, go. It's just a, yeah. Awesome. Well, Matt Daniel Music, make sure you guys check him out on all the socials. And uh, be sure to check out Weatherman. We're about to play it right here. Brand new song for one of our best buds out in Texas who comes back here and hangs in Nashville. Uh, written with a bunch of our good buddies. Um, so you all check this one out. Also remember, five stars only, baby. Leave us a good review if you enjoyed the episode. Shout out to the sponsors, Whaletail Media, Saxman Studios, and of course, our friends in the green world. Trailside CBD Wellness Center or Trailside Wellness Center. They keep changing the name because of taxes and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But you use promo code ITR at checkout, trailsidecbd.com. You save yourself 20% on that good legal Delta 8 THC. Now that further ado, going to let the song speak for itself. This is the brand new one from our boy Matt Daniel. This is Weatherman. Y'all have been listening to the In the Round podcast. Find no peace of mind You've been running round With an old friend of mine I can't eat I can't sleep My heart's a damn lonesome It's forgetting to beat Like a drum No rhythm Say it to yourself.